Hey friends, today, Proverbs chapter 22, verses 13 and 14. The sluggard says, there is a lion outside. I shall be killed in the streets. The mouth of forbidden women is a deep pit. He with whom the Lord is angry will fall into it. It's interesting to me how these two verses fit so well together. I don't know how Solomon meant it, but it's as though they're a part of the same proverb. For one, we human beings, we rationalize and we make excuses when we don't want to do something, right? We claim it's dangerous or it's going to cause us pain. Uh, we could come up with a hundred different excuses not to do something we don't want to do. There's a lion outside. I shall be killed in the streets. And then at the same time, we do what verse 14 says. With open arms, a man will run towards the arms of a forbidden woman who can ruin his life. And the forbidden woman is like a thousand times worse than a lion for sure. And I believe we can see the spiritual parallel of how this woman not only represents adultery and fornication, but also the forsaking of our Creator and making all kinds of sin into gods instead of the Lord our God, the one true God. So this forbidden woman can lead a man to eternal destruction, while a lion can only kill our physical body. And then there's something else. When I come to this verse, a, a like take notice flag pops up as if to say, slow down, <laughs> something seems different here. And let me read verse 14 again. The mouth of forbidden women is a deep pit. He with whom the Lord is angry will fall into it. So here's what seems off to me. The verse is written backwards as to how I normally think, at least. I would expect it to say something like, whoever falls for a forbidden woman will evoke the Lord to become angry at him. However, it seems to say here that the Lord is angry before this person ever falls for the sweet-sounding words of the forbidden woman. This shouldn't be surprising to me, I suppose. I mean, it's easy to see how a man will um, lust and ponder after a woman, even fantasizing about her in his mind before he ever approaches her, right? So the Lord's not happy with him for all his evil pondering of sin. And I think that is actually the definition of worship, but it's not the worship of God, but of sin. And so the Lord has good reason to be angry, right? And this man who may have purpose in his heart, even uh, not to approach the forbidden woman in the real world, only in his mind, he cannot overpower the Lord in how he is angry because of the man's sin. What happens? The man who has a heart for this woman, he falls. And this scenario, I think, is played out in the world like so many times, every single day. And as I think of my own personal life, a related question comes up. When the Lord is angry with someone, will that person only fall in the same genre of their sin? Or will they fall into other pits of sin, not directly connected to their sin? Is that possible? Solomon talked about how 
this man whom the Lord is angry with is going to fall into this pit. Is it possible that the Lord was angry with him for another reason? And that somehow led to him falling into this sin? I think it is. Maybe as a believer, you're like me and you've committed spiritual adultery in various ways in your life, not giving God his rightful place in your heart. It seems to me that there are just times in my life when I've done this and I am rerouted off of his path by pursuing a sin. And then all of a sudden I have found that other areas of my life also suffer because of that sin. Most often I think the pit that I have fell into that stems from some sin in my life seems to be that I become blinded to other areas where God wants my focus to be. Um, even the purpose of my life and the motivation to not only do these things, but to actually see them. It's as though things were put on hold in my life, the godly things. It's as though my mission in Christ has been put on hold and my mind is, is laden with a heavy fog. So not only discernment for purpose and life goals, but also just ordinary decisions of things like normal housekeeping, exercise, a healthy social structure. These things just seem to be out of my reach some, somewhat. I mean, sin causes our reality to be distorted and we don't have the ability to carry out the purposes we know we should have. I mean, that's the way it was before we came to Christ, right? I mean, sin kept us from seeing the beauty and the glory of God. And, and so when we sin again, even as believers, it still causes this spiritual fogginess to the beauty of Jesus, I think. And our life suffers because of it. Relationships suffer because of it. I mean, surely, if you think back in your own life, just your ability to care about others suffers when sin has a hold of your life. It's really a sad thing when a person's want to is taken away and we don't even recognize it. When we as Christians prostitute ourselves to the world, we seem to begin to make ourselves at home here instead of looking to his kingdom uh, the one God has prepared for us, and we stray from our new mission in Christ of seeking more of His glory and, and sharing His beauty with others. Sin leads us to more sin, back to our old mission of seeking to glorify ourselves. So thankfully, in my own sin, the Lord's been merciful to me personally. After sin sets in, God just continues to draw His children back to Him, doesn't He? Hopefully sin does not keep us in the wilderness for 40 years like it did the Israelites. But after a certain amount of time, God only knows, we're allowed to see the glory of God better and the fogginess goes away and we walked toward Jesus. And the joy of the good gifts of God returns. The fog, it lifts and our awareness our faith, our hope, it returns. And that comes when we humble ourselves to the Lord. And I just think that this stark realization of how sin takes hold, it should motivate us to stay far away from this 
slippery slope of sin. And when we do sin, I think it should remind us to turn back to the Lord oh so quickly. Father God, thank you for your word today. Lord, help us not to be lazy to your ways, but open our eyes to see how being on mission for you, staying in your word, is going to bring us joy and peace and uh, inner strength with the ability to not fear the lion outside, but also that we might have eyes to see the danger of the forbidden woman in our world, even sin, and how it is such a slippery slope that many times if we take one step, it's a long slide down, and uh, it takes a, a long time for us to get back to where we were. Father, this realization, Lord, just uh, help it to uh, take hold in our lives and remind us of it and uh, keep us close to you, walking in your joy. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.